Welcome to Let Me Tell You Why Welcome You're Wrong. To let me tell you why you're wrong. Proof we can disagree. Proof that we can disagree. No, 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 no. That's not wrong. wrong on so many levels. And still get along. And still get along. That's fair. You know, I think that is true. I think you're right. That's true. Uh, That's true. I get it. I'm Greg Radcliffe. My name is Morgan. Here we go, indeed. Hi. Hey. How's it going? Good. Good, good, good. I like your sweatshirt today. For those of you that can't see, it's a nice minty green. Yeah, it's it's a little nice. It's uh, it's the, I wore, I'm wearing like plaid shorts and nothing goes with it except for like a solid color top. Mm-hmm. And I'm not fit enough quite yet to get back into my t-shirts. Like I spent the kind of the winter time sort of just putting on the in hibernation. In hibernation, my hibernation weight, and I haven't cleared it off yet. Mm-hmm. And so if I put a t-shirt on now, yeah. I'm a little extra squishy in certain spots, so it doesn't look that good. I look like one of those guys that you see wearing a shirt that's kind of probably a little bit too small or too tight for him, and you go, maybe bump it up. Maybe go, maybe go to large. Bigger. Yeah, I know that. But sometimes you can get a really good shirt, and it just shrinks in the dryer. Or at least that's what I tell myself. I just get, I just, I'll just get back to my my weight that I had last summer and I'll be fine. (sighs) All right. So another day, another episode. Yes. How's, uh, we're obviously still at home. Uh, for those of you watching, you can see that we're, we're doing this via zoom. Um, I saw a funny article today that was zoom was saying it was actually an email that zoom sent me, uh, sent to everybody that was like, Hey, as you know, we've, uh, we've experienced a huge influx of customers over the last several weeks. And I'm like, you think like, (laughs) What happened to Skype? Skype used to be the thing, right? It was like FaceTime, then it was like, let's Skype. Yeah, but now I don't it's think like, Skype is, is user-friendly, right? Like, you It's can't, not, no. Yeah. We tried, our first one that we did of this- Was on Skype. Was on Skype, and it was not like, the screen didn't show you what you were recording. You had to yep. record it to the cloud. It took like four hours for it to download. Get it together, Skype. Come on now. All right. I want to be the MySpace of video conference calls. <laughs> right. Or else Justin Timberlake will invest in you. <laughs> What was he thinking? Didn't he invest in MySpace? <laughs> he did. He yeah. tried to like revitalize it and everyone was like, dude. He's like, he should have been quick to walk away. Yeah. Is that See what I did songs? there? Is that a song? Don't be so quick to oh, walk okay. away. Got it, got it. Dance me. All right. Hey, well, let's get started. We got a great yeah. episode today. I'm really excited about it. We're going to be talking Tiger King, mostly Carol Baskin. Carol oh, Baskin. Carol. She killed her husband. husband. She whacked him. She whacked him. Um, <laughs> but before we get started, that was my Hank Hill, evidently. That was a good in. one. Carol Baskin whacked her husband. I'll tell you what, she got tigers and all that other nonsense. <laughs> Bobby, don't go near the Baskin home. You know, you've done a couple of impersonations on our podcast. Most of them not good. This is the first one that I'm like, yeah, this is good. Keep going. Well, I do a really good Bill Cosby, too, but I don't think it's it's relevant I feel uncomfortable with that. Yeah, I know. I keep bringing it up to people. And every time I do, like on a podcast, Cassandra will be like, stop bringing it up because you really are saying, <laughs> hey, I want to do it. And I'm trying to see if you're okay with me doing it. <laughs> Anyways. But hey, before we get into Carol Baskin talk, let's talk about, uh, let's, let's. Uh, you want to know who's not sponsoring not sponsor. today? Who's not sponsoring us today? Let's find out. Today, um, not, not sponsoring us today is Goop. Ooh. Goop is a famous brand brought to us by Gwyneth Paltrow. Mm. And they are not sponsoring our show. But for those of you who don't know, Goop is a modern lifestyle brand that can help make sure you stay pretentious in any environment. Oh, good. So, Thanks, got Goop. Got that going for you. Yeah. I think if your name is spelled like her name is spelled, I can't I can't imagine she was born with that spelling or else. What? She's my, I, I like Gwyneth Paltrow. I don't hate her. I don't have any problems with her. I just, it's the name spelling when I was, when I, we were typing this up or thinking about it, I look at it and I'm like, well, that her, can't be right. Her parents were celebrities, right? Oh, I have no idea. And you know, she is one of the most hated celebrities out there. And I saw her joke about it once on, uh, why is she hated just because she, like, I don't know. Mean? And she said it, she was either on a podcast or it was like Jimmy Kimmel or something. No, I don't think she's mean at all. It's just, some, she said that she just realized that something about her personality just like rubs people the wrong way. And so there's like bands of the people that are like, I hate Gwyneth. Hey, well, you know what I think it. happens sometimes with uh, women, especially or girls is yeah. when they are, when they are prettier, Yeah, they tend to, people tend to sort of 
who are insecure with themselves, they kind of tend to be rude for no reason whatsoever. I could see that. They're under a lot more scrutiny too, for some stupid reason. And then they, nobody, you know, and whether it's from men or women, I think that you see a lot of fighting amongst girls because a lot of it is jealousy or just insecurity on the other side. And they're mm-hmm. in order to feel better, they have to kind of lash out and be defensive. Yeah. So, I would say most like high school girl, most drama between people that's not like related in anything substantial is based on insecurity on one person's part. Sure. Well, thanks, Goop. Thanks, Gwyneth, for starting Goop. And thanks for not sponsoring us. And thanks for helping us all be pretentious. Because mm-hmm. as much as I don't have any problems with you, have you been to that website? I'm not going to lie to you. I have. And I've ordered stuff off of it. All so right. well, hashtag I mean, basic. Oh, God. <laughs> um, the other, uh, our next not, our next uh, company that's not sponsoring us is Oreos. Uh, they are not a sponsor of the show, but uh, hopefully they will pick up on the campaign to just start calling double stuff Oreos regular Oreos. Amen. You no, know, admit that only communists and mothers of more than four kids are the ones buying these regular Oreo things. Oreos, hey, sorry for the rant. Thanks for the cookies. How how come they do make regular Oreos? Like I don't know. People who, will buy them, and you're like, would would you not have like, an extra fourteen cents? Did you miss? Like yeah. Can you not read? I'm sorry. Should I not be making fun of you? Why don't you go ahead and get Hydrox and just call it a day? Oh my gosh. Hydrox. The LDS church is famous for Hydrox. Nothing against them, just in my experience. I, my wife used to be LDS and, or whatever you call them now. We're just um, a bunch of LDS lovers. Well, and they're great. They're wonderful people, but I'm just saying like that's common. Or, and, or I guess any kind of religious situation, for some reason, whenever they have like potlucks or something, there's always a person that's well, like, I brought I, a bunch of cookies. And like, these aren't cookies. They don't yeah. taste the same. I think it has to do with like a financial. Well, yeah, which is kind of what I was thinking when I, when I, when we kind of said that mothers only communists and mothers of, of more than four kids. Cause if you've yeah. got like that many kids, especially when they hit the teenage years, you're going to be like, okay, I can't be buying these. Cause there's less in the double stuff, less in yeah. the package. So yeah. anyways, well, Hey, thank you for the non-sponsors, but let's really get into it here. Let's Cause I'm it. really excited. So some of you may have seen our little promotional video. I think that was really great what you did. Um, to, I did my best. If you haven't seen that promotional video, that means you're not following us on Instagram or on Facebook and you're doing yourself a disservice. Which means you're breaking my heart. Yeah. I mean, come on. Lock it up, human. So yeah. but so that song that we played is, uh, who created that song? That was like a TikTok song, right? Well, it's from, um, there's actually a song where it's like classic, bougie, ratchet. I don't, I don't, it's like an actual song. And then somebody remixed it to Carol Baskin. She killed her husband, whacked him. him. She fed him to tigers. They snack him. Every time I say snacking, I always picture you in that. (laughs) So what we're here to talk about is really, I guess, Carol Baskin and, and really Tiger King, but that's a little bit played out. I think we want to do a little bit deeper dive maybe on the, uh, the show and and really that that uh, problem or that quandary with did Carol Baskin do it? So, what do you think? Yeah. Should we just kick it off? Do you want to just Let's say just where you it. stand? Like, what is your opinion? Yeah. So okay, so I thought long and hard about this, and I and I, I rewatched a couple scenes and um, looked at a couple different things, and I really was on the fence about this because the f- if I'm if I'm honest with myself, I really believe that it's it's fun to think that she did. As sick and morbid as that sounds, it's fun. It's entertaining. It's entertaining, not fun. Not like yay, someone got murdered. But <laughs> right, like it's kind of like oh, this is really great. It'd be so crazy if she did, right? Um, so part of me is like, yeah, she did because I want to believe that. Then the other part of me is like, God, are the police in that area so inept? And then. Another part of me against that ineptitude of the police goes, well, but law enforcement in general, they're all human. And we've all heard stories of investigations that have gone horribly wrong or have been horribly, horribly mishandled. Mm-hmm. And I go, well, there's a possibility. And then I think if he just wandered off, I would think that he would come back, at least by now, right? I mean, you could be in South America and you probably have heard, you know, if you stayed a little bit in touch, yeah. you'd be like, oh, I'm famous. Maybe I could come back now and get protection. Uh, so, so your thought is what? Yes. Or no? yeah. <laughs> I haven't really answered the question. This is a long walk for you. So here's no the question. thing. In my heart of hearts, I'm on the fence both ways, both ways. But okay. I actually, though, in watching some of the scenes with her, I really believe that she did. I'll be okay. honest. So I, we're not going to disagree this episode. I 100% think she did it. Yeah. 
And that's okay. People can disagree with us though. Yeah. They can totally disagree with us. I don't know. I would love to meet the person that does besides Carol Baskin herself. Um, I just think a, he was incredibly wealthy. So if he wanted to get away, he could have. Yeah. But I also feel like with somebody that had the resources to disappear and never be found, they would want their money or at least some of it. Right. Yeah. And That's he a let, good point. it all got, there was like that will where it said like the weird verbiage about how if the person is not found or like goes missing, yeah, then everything goes that. to her. Yeah. And so I was like, I don't know. I just think it's all a little bit strange. Right. And maybe, maybe one of the disagreements here is going to be not between you and I, but between us and Carol Baskin and anybody who supports that big cat rescue, because here's the other thing. Mm. She's crazy. When you were, you know, we were talking about what we were going to discuss with this and why, why would she do it? I think people are nuts. I think it's the same reason why that lady who drove from like Texas to Florida with like a a diaper on to go see this, that man to go kill him or something or whatever. Mm -hmm. It makes you do crazy stuff. And sometimes you are broken. Well, but maybe you're broken because that's not love. That's that's love manifested and cut with like abuse when they were early or traumatic events, some sort of trauma. Mm-hmm. So Carol probably had some of that in some degree. And I well, would put it past her. You know, one of the, and this is completely unconfirmed, but when I was doing some research, one thing that I found in chat boards online. Oh, so it's reputable. Reputable, for sure. Sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Was that in the story, they talk about how Carol Baskin was walking down the street at like two in the morning because she was got in a fight with her boyfriend or something. Mm -hmm. And there was people on the chat saying, I'm from where was where was that at? Oklahoma or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's not everyone knows that's the street where the call girls work. You weren't just walking down the street, Carol. You were looking for like your next job. Looking for a John. Yeah. Yeah. Um, You know what I just realized? And I'm actually I'm sorry. I'm typing right now. Um, have you seen this? Have you seen that conspiracy with, uh, her first husband and Jeff Lowe? No. What? Are you about to blow my mind? Well, okay. I'm not going to blow your mind, but, oh man, hang on. Jeff Lowe, but Jeff Lowe's took over the park from. I gotta find that. I gotta find a picture. This is, this is something that was brought to my attention. Okay, hang on. I'm going to share a screen. So this is one other thing that I... Hang on. But Jeff Let's, Lowe came in and took over the park from Joe. Okay. Check this out. Can you see that? There's her first husband. Before she got divorced and then married um, her, the husband that died. Look at Jeff Lowe. So people think Jeff Lowe's her first husband? Yeah, because what do we know about Jeff Lowe? Are you kidding me right now? Look at this. Look at the, the small chin with the extra neck, small chin. Look at the eyes. There's a small, tiny mouth, the, the, the love of shitty mustaches. Oh, my gosh. People are going to have to, you're going to have to, like, link this. So people yeah, for those watch. of you who aren't, uh, who aren't watching it on YouTube, again, you're doing yourself a disservice. But uh, this is, this is from brobible.com, but you really just can Bro Google. Brobible.com. No, it's, but it's available everywhere. You just Google like Carol Baskin's first husband, Jeff Lowe. What was her first pictures. husband's name? Uh, it was um, Carol Baskin. Da, 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 da. I don't, da, da, shoot. Well, that's oh, not important. She killed her second husband. Not, yeah, it's not important, but I'm just saying that is, I saw that a while back and I was like, oh. <gasps> Because that makes a lot of sense. Well, right? her first husband needs to come forward. Is he dead soon? I don't know. I don't know. So we're, I mean, we're sort of just scratching the surface, but I'll let people look into you know that, that. That story, like, oh, what a tangled web we weave. Yeah. Or like that. I just remember doing that play in junior high. And that's all I can think is just that, just that sentence of oh what a tangled web what the hell have these people gotten themselves into it's it's bananas and it's uh i don't know so i think that the uh, i know that florida has reopened the case i don't think it actually ever was officially closed it just was a cold case Mm. but i know like the sheriff in that county was like hey you got leads you know yeah tell us because we're still thinking about it and then i think he then also came back and said hey yeah we've gotten a lot of calls nothing really of any importance but we're hoping 
like he actually said that. Yeah. He's like, but we're hopeful. Like, I think he, yeah. but I don't, I mean, just, what do you do at this point? How do you, how do you, how do you solve it? I mean, short of like d- really chasing the, uh, the threads of maybe something crazy. Cause you can't go. Well, I mean, at like, this point I would, up. there's probably zero DNA evidence that right. would link her to it. Unless so. there's bones, actual bones somewhere. I mean, I know the one thing was talking about the meat, meat grinder or whatever. She could have ground him up which I think is p- plausible, but I think it's also plausible that they just did feed him to the tigers and they just sort of just ate him like normal. Yeah. And then they took the bones and just, they could well, have just incinerated them. Go to the ocean. Yeah. Or incinerate them. Go the Dexter route, you know? Yeah. Oh, Dexter. It's a great show. That's a good show, but. Till the incest, but. So, so I think that most people would agree. If you disagree with us regarding whether or not Carol Baskin did it, whether you believe she did it, let us know, send us a message on Instagram, whatever, uh, go to our website. So- but here's the question that I kind of also wanted to cover is like, what do you, yeah. why do you think she did it? Uh, I think she's crazy for one. Um, well, that's a given, right? If someone's going to be murdering, yeah. they're probably not of the. Yeah. So I think that there's, there's that facet to it. And then I think there was probably, I think with that kind of like, I didn't even think about the street walking situation, but somebody mm-hmm. who's crazy and has that kind of problem or trauma I think there's a lot of stuff that goes on behind closed doors that we don't know about, like mm-hmm. jealousy, or maybe she was just an, uh, maybe she was bipolar. Maybe she's got, you know, some kind of behind the scenes sort of rage and who knows what triggered it. And it was just getting worse and worse and worse. And until it all culminated. And maybe the fact that she did it yeah. sort of broke her. And then she had to kind of recover from that. And maybe she came back a little bit different person where she goes like, she's like kind of reset. I don't know. What do you think? Why do you think she did it? I think she did it because I think he was going to divorce her. Uh, and she was like, no, you ain't. I'm going to get my money. And I'm going to take your money. That's a really good point, too. She said, hey, dirty. Hey, I got your money. Don't, <laughs> Don't you worry. You tag a food now, though. Because <laughs> uh, he has... I just think it's weird. I, I think that I would almost want to talk to somebody who thinks that she didn't do it. And also her new husband, um, is he scared of her? Uh, he is, uh, he is not a, he is not a confident man. He, you know, on one hand I was watching and I was like, man, he, he really loves her. And then on the other hand, I was like, he is terrified of her is a broken man. Yeah. <laughs> He's a broken individual. What's his name? Don. He looks like a Don, doesn't he? Like nothing against guys named Don, but like, because Dons can be cool. I work for a Don and he's awesome. But I mean, like, if somebody's going to be named Don, like that name fits him, you know? Mm-hmm. Like Brad Pitt's name couldn't be Don. Like, he's not a Don. He's a Brad. Um, I, <laughs> uh, Are you sexually attracted to Brad's? No, just Brad Pitt. Oh, <laughs> gross. Um, yeah, I don't know. So you were, I don't know what he's like, but he's, uh, he's interesting. So um, who do you think, who do you think is the, you, you posed this question here when we were talking about the show beforehand and you yeah. were saying, who is the hero of yes. the show? So you're talking like of the show or the series in general, who is yeah. like the hero? Because when I watched the show, there was, I found it hard to find somebody that I was rooting for. You know what I mean? Somebody that I felt like, oh, I feel for you. Like, I kind of felt like they were all sort of like, criminals in some regard you know what I mean like they've all done really terrible things and I'm like I don't know which one of you I'm supposed to be like rooting for sure in this scenario like usually there's like you know a good guy and a bad guy no so um that was my question is like well who do you who's the good who's like who's the good guy in that in that documentary or who's the hero and I have one answer okay um I put down is it Seth I have them up here. So who are you thinking? Who's Seth? Seth is the guy that got his arm bitten off. Or Saf. Yes, Saf. Yeah. Uh, question. Yeah. Is, it's, his name is Saf now, right? Uh, he, he, identif- is, he identifies as a male. Right, okay. In the whole documentary, they called him she. Her. Because she, she transitioned, and, but she identifies now as... As a male. As a man. Okay, cool. Yeah, Saf. That's Saf. I and thought so. Okay, go ahead. Well, and the only reason I thought that is because 
he just kind of did his job. He clearly loved the animals. Mm-hmm. He and bless, like bless his heart. He should have been that his that surgery and stuff should have been paid for. He should have been able to fight for his arm. Right, right. I mean, I I think it's 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 uh it's admirable to be like you know what I didn't rather than go through the pain of like 12, 13 surgeries over the next couple of years and potentially get my arm. Blah, 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 he just was like, you know what, just take it off. But I think in the documentary, the one of the first things he said was, I don't have the money for that. Oh, I don't remember that. And so I, I, that's, I don't, that could be inaccurate, but, but it, that was right. the it memory been, I had. It should have been paid for, for sure. And mm-hmm. certainly I doubt that Joe Exotic had the money to do that, um, to pay for it. Yeah. But, you know, I thought, I thought I, when you ask that question of who's a hero, I get that maybe they're a hero. Um, I thought Saf for a second, but then I kind of went the John Rinky route. I think it's Rinky, the zoo manager. Okay. Um, Tell me why. You know, I think that for me, he just, the, he seems like a good guy. That's the guy with the two prosthetic legs. The two legs, legs yeah. Okay. Yep. Who I felt like just kind of was like, he, he kind of stumbled. Maybe he, I think he came from sort of a criminal or sort of a shady sort of background and just sort of, but he came in and just sort of did his job. And then when they were showing like, interviews afterwards and even like the uh um the joel McHale, right the king and i or whatever thing he did he was sort of just like i'm just trying to i don't think i'm a celebrity i think it's we you know he just seemed like the only one that was adjusted was just like yeah i worked really hard for this guy day in day out for sure and he was somebody else that i was considering but didn't he also testify or like go to the cops I, I, well, he was definitely brought to the trial for sure. I don't know. He told stories. I think he was definitely instrumental in helping him get behind bars. I, because Saf didn't, didn't testify, I don't think. I don't think so. <clears throat> so I don't know. I always, I just feel like you were, you know, find a work there for decade, right? But then you just, yeah. Now it's time to speak now up. Now it's the time stuff. to speak yeah. up. So to me, I wonder how much of saving your own ass was involved in that, but. Well, and a lot of it could be positioning too, like what, how the producers position people, because we know, we don't know, John could have been like in fights with him all the time and mm-hmm. saying, Joe, you have to stop having us do this to these tigers. The one thing that I commend Saf for saying though, is that he said at the end, you know, if you remember towards the end, he's like, look at the end of this, it's about these animals are not treated well. And yeah. I think he was the only one that really kind of said that. I mean, Carol. Well, and Saf was also the only one that had, I felt like had any sort of compassion because True. everyone else, from my perspective, throughout the whole documentary, it's like, oh, they're like, oh, Joe, Joe's cool. Like I work with Joe. And then now that Joe's in jail, they're all like, yeah, he got what he deserved. He got what he deserved. And Saf's right. the only one that was like, yeah, I think that justice was served, but I don't want to see him die in jail. And I was like, okay. That's commendable, I suppose. So I felt like that then that was much less of being like, two-faced to me like I don't know how you work for somebody for that many years and secretly you hate them and wish they were in jail right whereas right. the staff response to me seemed more like human like yeah I know that this person's doing bad things but I've worked with them and I've been alongside them for this many years so I have developed some sort of relationship with them where I do care about them in some degree right. does that make sense it does yeah and I think that that kind of ties into the uh, the next sort of thing we wanted to kind of bring up is talking yes. about, did they care about the actual cats? And I think to your point, Saf did. Um, 100%. I think that, uh, I think that the other guys didn't. I mean, they did, but they didn't. Like, yeah. I thought, I think it was just a cool place to work. Yeah, your boss was crazy, but you got to go to work and just sort of dick around on a golf cart for a while. You occasionally mm-hmm. had to do some, you had to trim some weeds Yep. Throw some meat into a tiger cage, you know, and it wasn't maybe the best life, but these guys are like, listen, I can smoke all day. I can hang out on the golf cart just a couple hours every day, you know, a little, every once in a while we got to do some big project, something or other. Um, but it looked like Joe was the kind of guy that wanted to just dick off a lot too. He liked to I mean? dick off. <laughs> not not yeah, like that. Did. I mean, he did, mm-hmm. but he, he liked them young boys. <laughs> he loved him some <laughs> dicking off. He loved a dick. All right. All that aside. But you know what I mean? Like, it was kind of just like a, it was like a, it was like an easy A class. You know, you're just like, look. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Usually like we it was to do a diorama yeah. or something. And it seemed like there was probably a lot of drinking and smoking. And oh, totally. I know not all of them were doing um, hardcore drugs, but. Some of them. Probably some of them were. were. Yeah. So. 
Hey, fun fact. So I want to get into the link that you sent me, but can yes. I show you one thing first? Yeah. So this is where we're talking about all these different characters and who's the hero. I want to, I'm going to do another screen share real quick um, because it's basically who the Tiger King cast wants to play them in a bio. Oh my gosh. This, I definitely want to talk about this. This is uh, cause this I is, have some very serious thoughts. Okay. I'm going to see if I can share this screen. Um, hang on. I probably should have done this, tried this before. Okay, so first and foremost, while you're getting that up, do you have an opinion of who you think should play Joe Exotic? Um, I don't. I thought about that, but then I was I was definitely swayed by this uh, article that you'll see here. So do you want to share who you think okay, Joe yeah, should play? This is, um, this is the article that I saw too. Um, yes, I do, because it's not who's on here. Okay, so let's just so, kind of start... Yeah, so we'll start with Carol Baskin. So the first one they have on here is uh, Carol Baskin to be played by Oops. Kate McKinnon. Yes, from right. SNL, from all sorts of funny movies. She's in Ghostbusters. Um, she's amazing, I, and I could see that being absolutely hysterical. I could absolutely see her playing Carol Baskin and doing a great job. Yeah, oh, for she's, those of you just here's listening, the deal. all these celebrities are like. This Never going to do this. Well, I was going to say they're way better looking. Like, oh, sure, 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 sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anyway, but I think it makes sense. But the, the mannerisms could be definitely I think done. She if would it, do it. I think yeah, she would I think she it. would too. But for uh, for those of you just listening, I'm actually I have up on the screen now on YouTube. If you look at the, if you watch the episode, but you can see I have it it's from L E L L E L L E dot com. And just uh, for uh, I'll go ahead and translate that into girl for you. It's called L dot com. It's a magazine. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so this is the one, this is, I'm going to keep scrolling down, but before I show it, I'm going to show you, this is the one that's, that I saw and then it swayed me and I'm like, yep. Okay. But I don't know if he could pull it off as an actor. Rob Lowe. And this is Rob Lowe as, uh, Joe Exotic. Dressed and Joe I will Exotic. tell you that I was like, when I was told that he had dressed up as Joe Exotic, cause in this picture he's dressed up as Joe Exotic. I was like, no, he's like way too like. I just know him from Parks and Rec, and I'm like, right. no. And then I saw this picture, and I was like, okay, yeah, maybe. Yes, I, when I saw this picture, I went, you literally look just like him. <laughs> but I literally. still don't think I still don't think he should do it. No, and I actually don't think he has the acting chops to do it. I think it would be a different version. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, maybe I he think... does. I don't know. I I don't I don't want to doubt him because I'm sure he could. But you can if you want to see the picture of him too, it's on his it's on his Instagram account as well. But. Yes. Um, okay. So I need to tell you who I, I want to play Joe Exotic. Okay. I want Dak Shepard to play Joe Exotic. Oh, perfect. Yes. And he could do it. Cause he's kind of halfway yeah. there. <laughs> not in a bad way, not in the most, in the most endearing way possible. You know he's what I like, mean? He's like one missed, like if he hadn't married Kristen Bell, he would have been Joe Exotic. You know yeah, what he's I mean? Like, yeah. like he's you're like one, one Kristen Bell away. One Kristen <laughs> Bell away from being Joe Exotic. From being Joe Exotic. Yeah. I think that his life would have definitely taken different paths and, and also, you know, just some other decisions, but no, he would be great. He would be, yeah, he would he be amazing. He would be fun enough to have and be like, look, I don't. And I think that with my concern with, um, who's this dude again? Rob Lowe. Rob Lowe is that I would be concerned. It would be too like gimmicky or like campy yeah. if Rob Lowe did it. And I think that Dak Shepard could do it in a much more believable, Authentic, like more right. human realistic way. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so this is who Joe Exotic, this is the other, the website further went on to say Joe, Joe Exotic maybe Ugh. could be Brad Pitt. Um, Keep that, dreaming, Joe. Yeah. And I don't, I don't want to see Brad Pitt as Joe Exotic. I, just I don't. honestly don't really think, the last couple of movies I've seen of Brad Pitt's I haven't loved anyway. So I'm kind right. of just like of the opinion that Brad Pitt should just like collect his $40 million a movie. Yeah. Or whatever <laughs> just, insane amount of number he gets and just... Right off into the sunset. Yeah. Well, then, then the article continues down. There's Carol Baskin again. I'm just going to show it. So Howard Baskin. Howard. Is. Oh, did I say his name was Don? No. Yeah, Don name, is the guy she killed. Don right? is the guy she killed. I'm Allegedly. sorry. Allegedly. Howard. I said all that crap about he looks like a Don earlier. Well. And his name's Howie. His name's Howard. My grandpa's Howie Howard. Baskin. Well. So look who, who, do you have anybody you, you would want to see play how, I don't, he wasn't a big enough no, character for me. No, he's just like a, a wet blanket, you know, like <laughs> anybody could, in a. You could literally get a wet blanket and just put <laughs> yeah. googly eyes on it. Would talk totally. To 
All right. Well, he, they said on this website, they said Steve Buscemi. And I saw that and I was like, yeah. Yeah. When you see him side by side, Steve Buscemi would be amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I also think though, there's a, uh, I'm trying to remember his name. You know, the guy. Um, there's also a kid. There's a kid. child actor that makes this face a lot. Oh, I can't remember oh, who he's in. <laughs> okay, well, you know the... Uh, um, oh, I'm just trying to think now. I can't think of it. It's going to bug me. Well, we'll come back to it. Yeah, well, it doesn't matter. It's not important. So Howard Baskin, whatever. So Doc Antle. Doc Antle, I had no opinion about until I saw this article. And, and then, then that was, was the only like, opinion yes. you could... Yes, this is and the only opinion. And then that's it. Will they, Ferrell. Yes, Will Ferrell. As Doc Antle. And for those of you who are just listening and can't see the picture... Uh, Doc Antle is the guy with the soul patch that's, that's white. And then the long ponytail who had like the indentured concubines in his property <laughs> that he named them all ridiculous names. And their name was like Karen. He's like, that's, that's Amazon. That's, that's Juniper or whatever. That's not a weird name. Sorry. That's not that weird of a name. Um, uh, that's sparkling stars from above. Yeah. That's sparkling. That's uh, ginger belly. What? He's got blonde hair. Anyways. Will Ferrell would be, um, uh, I would want to see a movie just of Doc Antle just with Doc. just Will Ferrell and like, for sure, like Doc Antle and, and, uh, or like Carol take Baskin it one step further and do, um, Ron Burgundy playing Doc Antle. Cause he, do you know like, Ron Burgundy has his own podcast? He does. Where Will Ferrell just goes on as Ron Burgundy and <laughs> it's just random. Yeah. Anyway, that's funny. That's good. So, uh, Jeff Lowe. Jeff Lowe. Just anybody off the side of the street. Anybody skeezy. Yeah. Yeah. It almost would seem fitting to have like John from John and Kate only because he's halfway there with the wardrobe. Oh, yes. But I don't think he can act. But no. people would hate him just as bad, you know? Yeah. They'd be like, mm-hmm. oh, I hate Jeff Lowe. Oh, and I hate this guy for real. So it works. Uh, they picked Sean Penn. I just feel like Sean Penn's too good for Jeff Lowe, but He's I do think it, it would be a good match for sure. Is that my daughter in there or my son in there? Mystic Pizza. Oh my God. Break my heart. Okay. Lauren Lowe, the girl who was just sort of the Can arm Can we talk for- about Lauren Lowe? Yes. What happened to her? Where's her mom and dad? Uh, I don't know. Could you and- imagine the hellfire that would come down if I was on a documentary like that? Like, let's say, like, our parents didn't really know what was going on in my life. And I was like, oh, yeah, I met this guy. Blah. And then they saw, like, that he was, like, ordering a hot nanny and just, like, an old skeezy. Like, right. And saying stuff like, okay, we're going to have the baby. And then it's uh, back to the back gym. Back to the gym. I would literally have been killed. I literally, I if, just the kind of person I am, because I'm such, like, a, like, if anybody ever said that to me, it was like, okay, you're going to pop this baby out. And then, like, you're going to go back to the gym. I'd be like, sure. And then I would just, out of spite, gain as much weight as possible. <laughs> like, and be like, well, right, hit the gym. Now. Yeah. I'm going to hit the gym with four hoagies. Believe me. Yeah. Do it. Dare you. Yeah. I'm going to take half your income. Yeah. I don't know. She's, uh, she's, I think when you're with a guy like that and you're comfortable, um, I think some stuff happened to you. Maybe, and not like, and not like a sexual molestation or anything weird like that. Just like, you just, maybe you didn't have the most stable but environment she's, growing she's, up. To me, she's a beautiful girl. I'm like, you, do you not, what do you see when you look in the mirror? Because he's old as fuck. Yeah. And he ain't all that. It's not like she's like, oh, I'm dating this old guy and his name's Harrison Ford. It's like, oh, I'm dating this old guy and he's like greasy. Oh. Yeah, but maybe like, I don't know, maybe Jeff Lowe is like a, has like a wicked hog and he's just, you know, got like Thor's hammer and she's just like, I can't help myself. I don't, I don't. <laughs> I, don't I doubt it. There's, I don't think there's a prize hog big enough to make that, that Jeff Lowe scenario work out for me. No, for some girls, I'm sure there is. Ugh. I'm sure there is. All right. Well, let's change it's gears disgusting. here. Let's keep moving on past it. So let's go back to this. So they said this girl, whoever that is, I forget her name. Uh, oh yeah, that is um, Isla, Isla Fisher. Fisher. Yes, she's funny. She's the one that's in Bridesmaids or uh, Wedding Glory. Crashers. Oh, and Wedding she's Crashers! Because like, right. I find you. Yeah, she would be good. I, her, her, her. Yeah, this I is mean, such if, a small role that. 
I mean, you could make the roles bigger, you know what I mean? And especially if you're not doing like the cutaways and like telling the story, you could just like have like the story happening with actual dialogue. She could play a bigger role. Like when they take over, there's a lot more dialogue with her and Jeff yelling at the staff after, I don't know. And let's just like, I know that people can't see this unless they're watching on YouTube, but the quote here is that Jeff Lowe in all his glory says, if Isla Fisher is going to play Lauren, then I want to play Jeff, meaning himself. Like Jeff, nobody wants to kiss you. Even if it's for millions of dollars, Isla Fisher, she's all right. She ain't need mere money. She'd back out of that movie. Right. For sure. Yeah. Like, oh, how much money? Oh, that's great. You know, who's, who would I be uh, playing opposite of the actual Jeff Lowe? Mm, no, thanks. Having a hard pass that role. Thank you. Seven million. Much. I still don't want to do it. 12 million. Yeah, no, right. thank you. I don't think anybody in the cast would want to be there. with. All right. Eric Cowie or Cal. I'm trying to think of who that is. Oh, that's the guy with the, uh, the messed up teeth. Which one? <laughs> and the long hair who would always do on the interviews in the actual show. He was like sitting on a lawn chair in like the grass. I'm just like, man, I just came here because I just I walked in and I saw him at a gas station. He said, you want a job? And I was like, I get to work with tigers. Shit, I'll do it. You know, he was just a zookeeper. Yeah. So he was a former head zookeeper. Um, the, who this, this article picked was uh, Bill Hader, Thanks. which I think would be hysterical. Fun fact, Bill Hader used to be married to a girl that went to Bora High School. Uh, he, she, he very well could be. No, he used to be. I think they got divorced. Well, Cassandra's aunt works. I don't know this for sure. I know at one point she worked with somebody at the courthouse whose son-in-law was Bill Hader, a judge, a judge yes. for the Ada County. Yeah. And so, but they're divorced now. Oh, they are? Dating, yeah. He was dating somebody else, but um, oh, yeah, he used to come to Boise. Very infrequently, but she's the one who wrote that movie that had um, the other girl from Parks and Rec, and it was based off the pool that's right by Bora. Working at that pool and then working at Big Bun up the hill. Anyway, fun facts. It doesn't matter. Hmm. I don't know that we have national listeners. Yeah. (laughs) But um, locally. Locally. Bill Hader. Locally, one of our own, F. Bill Hader. Hey, go. Congratulations, whoever that was. You have a very lucky... Okay. Um, John Finley, who is the guy who is notorious for his missing teeth, but now has since fixed them. He got And was married to Joe Exotic and evidently now is married to somebody completely different. He's engaged to a woman. To a a woman. Um, Who would play him? Shia LaBeouf. I mean, I don't think... I get that. Yeah, that's 100% accurate. Because he's dirty now. Have you, he's just as... She Shia was a LaBeouf Disney. is just... He's seen some shit, you know? He has. He's, he did a movie recently, I about believe. About his wife? Or about I his wife? Know. Sorry. I don't know. He did a movie, evidently, though, where, like, the movie was ha- had, like, sex scenes, and they were... Part of the deal in the movie was they were actually going to perform them. Like, he signed on to a movie to do that, because normally they don't do that. They 100% I did, don't do I that. did read that. It seems like and it's weird. a shady thing for an actor to do. Like, I don't care who you are. But he did just make a movie, um, Honey Boy. And it's, he wrote it. It's based off his life. Oh, and good. he had a really, he had a weird childhood. Hmm. Well, I remember him Watch in Holes. It. Remember that movie? Or Even Stevens? I remember Even Stevens. That was my jam. Yeah. Ren! All right, let's keep going. John Ranke, the guy I was talking about who I thought was maybe the hero, that would be, nope. Matthew McConaughey? I mean, I guess the voice and the laid laid back attitude. Yeah, I think Matthew McConaughey could pull that off really well. Yeah. But Matthew McConaughey's prettier, way prettier. Let's keep cruising through these and let's get onto your link here. Uh, Saf, that's who would play him. Johnny Tsunami. Johnny Tsunami. Who is that guy? Well, he's probably an old pal of... um, Shia LaBeouf, because they were both Disney stars. Yeah. So Brandon Baker. I don't even know if he's still acting. He might be like a surgeon now or something. Yeah. And then I think the last one on here is Rick Kirkham. Rickham is Rick Rickham. Rick is the guy at the beginning who's like, uh, you know, who was like the, the guy with the cowboy hat who was smoking in the restaurant or whatever. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that guy. Um that Billy I get. Bob Thornton. Billy Bob I get Thornton. It. Billy Bob Thornton for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. That is. That is good. Do you so think that's, it will actually be a movie? 
I don't know. I always thought it would be a really good show where they basically take the characters and they continue on with them with their own made up storylines. So like you follow the Tiger King, you know, Joe Exotic, yeah. and he's in jail and you get to see his antics in like a comedic jail. You have like guests come in. Maybe you get like, um, who's the guy from uh, 30 Rock, Morgan, Tracy Morgan. Mm-hmm. So you, you Joe Exotic. We would go with those tigers. I'm sorry, that was a horrible impression. But I, I picture someone like impression. something like him coming in and like having antics with Joe. Maybe he gets like good visits and he gets to the like, community service and he gets to see people or some people come up and meet him or they visit. You know what I'm saying? And then you get to see. Yeah. That would be fun. Um, I don't know if a movie would really capture it because you couldn't do the same story with actors. That would just be stupid. Right. You'd have to create another scenario. So well, you could know. dive deeper into the drama i guess yeah but okay do you want to go over some fun facts yes so you, fun hey, fact. your, your link your, you want to get to your link too or you want to just go i don't want to pull up my link i just want to talk about some fun facts okay okay sounds good so uh, fun facts um those alligators that were in the uh like i guess holding cell cage mm-hmm. that burned down and were killed yeah do you know whose alligators those were they were Joe's, weren't they? No, he was being paid by Michael Jackson's estate to hold Michael Jackson's alligators. So those is were Michael Jackson's alligators. Is this what you were talking about with fun facts? Yes. Okay, because on our notes, just so everybody knows, we, we prepare notes and we do put a lot of effort into this show. We had, we had a, a running note thing that we share and you had put fun facts, Michael Jackson slash another word, which I won't, and I was like, are we getting, how are we going to go transition from, cause I didn't write anything down for my notes. Cause I'm like, how are we going to transition from. Oh, King? I, so I was it, like, I uh, should I come up with fun facts about Michael Jackson? But that's crazy. So crazy, somebody right? from Michael Jackson's estate, camp, whoever's estate like, yeah. was like, hold on to these. And he was being paid. Yeah. So maybe. So, oh, wow. So, um, another fun fact, Doc Antle. Yeah. Um, when Britney Spears did that, MTV video where she's holding the snake and she comes out. Right. If you go back and watch it, Doc Antle is in the background on the stage. He is, those were his animals. What? Yes. Wow. So he met Brittany. I wonder what weird secret name he gave Brittany. Also, another spinoff episode. Is he the reason Brittany lost her mind? Maybe she stayed on the compound, the the Antle compound for a while. (laughs) <laughs> Rick Kirkham. Yep. Our Matthew McConaughey, or no, 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 sorry, our Billy Bob Thornton. Billy Bob Thornton. He <clears throat> is so old that he was a dancer on America's Bandstand with Dick Clark. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. <sighs> is that funny? He is old. He is old, but like he's also smoked so much that I just don't know how old he is or how just like. Do you know what's crazy? The people that live to be the oldest is almost I know, it's always, always like, like that. A hundred and five year old woman says her secret to living so long as I had a Dr Pepper and a cigarette every day. Right. I I, I drank I drank single malt scotch yep. and I had a cigar every Thursday. Yep. So I thought those were some fun facts. Wow. What about the other one? The other word that you wrote down wrote down on our notes. Uh, the prostitution. Yeah. Oh, that was, I was, just I already talk mentioned about it, again? it. No, I, I already mentioned it, that she was not walking the streets. Oh, that's because, right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's a good point. I didn't even know that. I thought she, cause she was saying she just had like a fight and she was crying. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what single 21 year old girl doesn't walk down a main street in the middle of the night. Like, and what, what guy is the down there going, that? I'm going to pull over for this girl and ask her to come into my car. Yeah. And then what girl in her right mind is like, oh, sure. I'll get in this man's just car. Just in this vehicle. Just, Hope I don't That's get crazy. sexually assaulted. <laughs> um, so, so yeah, lots of fun facts. But you know, I did have another question regarding all of this. Okay. Um, what is your opinion on like the ethics surrounding all this? Like, do you think it's okay for these kind of like, for lack of a better term, like at home zoos? I thought about that actually. I don't. I don't know. Um, I, okay, I don't think. I don't think. I think they're if they're going to allow them, allow a private person. I think there needs to be certain licenses that you have to get 
to yeah. be able to do that. And part of that licensing has to come with audits and you know licensing fees and training and certain amount of certain X, XYZ things in place, much like a zoo would have. Meaning right. somebody could come in and, and test, I'm going to test your food. I'm going to test your water supply. Does it have bacteria in it? You know, little well, things like that. And like zoo, like people that work as at zoos have to have like bachelor's degrees. Like if they're like the head zookeeper. Right. Like and some sort of talking, formal training. Yeah. Like they've gone to school. They know how to care for animals. Like, and then to just like have somebody that is charismatic with no training, you know what I mean? It's just, just has some money and bought a bunch of tigers. Yeah. I convinced these people to invest. Like, I don't know. There's um, it, it's always been one of those things that I've always been like, is this allowed? Like, there's a farm in Idaho that's sort of like a zoo. Babby Farms. And I remember going out there and being like, well, I know my kid's entertained right now, but is this is this all right? I don't know if it's Babby Farms, because we've been there too. We've only been there once. And I don't know. I, I very highly doubt it was them. But the yeah. we went there for the first time a while back. It was probably a year or two ago. And the girls loved it. It's great. They've got all kinds of like animals yeah. that are like, you know, exotic and you can, you can like touch them. And yeah. in some cases, like be really like be in the kennel or cage with them yeah. and like petting them. Um, th- like the day after or something like that, Audrey started getting a full, like full body, like hives, like all over that we, they couldn't figure out. Like she wasn't like stuck. Oh, so really? we didn't know what was going on yet. And it was like, we had to go to the emergency room and all this stuff. I remember um, when she would get the hives. Yeah. And they kind of recurring, they kind of recurring a little bit ever since, but that was like from then on, she hasn't gotten them since. So we don't know what it was, but you know, maybe it was just her immune system reacting to something and now it's got antibodies for it. So I don't know, but wow. yeah, but I don't know. I don't know if Babby Farms is, I mean, I guess it is allowed because they advertise and people go there a lot, but I mean, those animals don't seem like they're. I, I mean, know. I, in no way did I get the impression that those animals there were being mistreated. Right. I just don't know that it's like, I'm like, is this already? I just feel like it's like a little bit questionable. In their defense, I think a lot of their animals were of the um, the hoof variety. You know what I mean? Meaning like cloven hoof. Not even cloven hoof. Just like like what do they call those? Whatever they call cows, but like it's like cows, like bulls, bovines. You know, or like uh, yeah. But didn't they have? Didn't they have a zebra? They did have a zebra. <laughs> They have hooves. Like I'm saying like just, I mean, just the, the kind of animals that like you see them all the time in like pens and stalls and yeah. fenced in enclosures. And you don't think about them going, I just, they just want to run, you know? I mean, yeah, obviously they want to have space and maybe they do right. have like, a pasture they can send them out to, but it's pretty easy to maintain something like a tiger or, you know, I don't know why, maybe why do we view them so differently in that case too? Because they're still animals, right? I just realized like, I look at a zebra in a, in a cage, caged in area. And I go, well, that's okay. I mean, it's just a zebra. Like it's cool to see, just treat him well, give him enough food and he's fine. I don't think in my head, wow, there's probably some times where that zebra just kind of wants to run and be free. But if I saw like a tiger, I'd be like, this tiger doesn't want to be in this cage. Why right. do I make that differentiation that I think the zebra doesn't care, but the, the tiger does. I don't know. That's odd. So what do you think about all this stuff? Do you think that it should be allowed to have zoos like Babby Farms or even Joe Exotics? I think if I had, I mean, I sort of don't have a fully formed opinion, I guess, but if I had to decide, like if someone was like, no, you need to vote right now, yes or no, I would probably vote no, that they shouldn't be able to have them. And that the animal keeping should all be done by like reputable zoos with trained people that have been to school. But I would argue in that there are oftentimes some zoos that behind the scenes are because it's still people, you know what I mean? Zoos or zoos. SeaWorld? Well, SeaWorld, zoos, you know what I mean? Like there's, there's, because in the end a zoo is a business. I don't know. I, but zoos don't pay very well. Well, right. But they, they need to function. So it's not like you're getting into that to like, I think you have to get into it and go to school for that long because you love animals. Well, right. But I'm saying if you imagine though, if you said, okay, because what, what, I guess what my, my problem with you saying no would be like, I don't think that we should have the right, if you can, if you can have an animal, you should be able to have multiples of them. But if you have passed a certain point, I think we can regulate the well, treatment there are of them. City ordinances, like you can't have 15 cats. Well, right. Okay. That, that, that's, that, and I'm not saying get rid of those. I'm saying if you went out in the, out in like the far areas where there's no ordinances, you're not around other people and you have a bunch of different animals that you want to have, I think you should be allowed to have the freedom to do that 
but the, there should be safeguards in place to say, okay, listen, because a bunch of people suck at being people. Yeah. We need, we've, we, we have to put in guidelines because we can't mistreat these animals. I don't think that I would put the zoos maybe on a higher echelon. They're like, you know, if you well, put I guess the standards the same, like, okay, listen, if you're going to do this, you have to have X amount of space for this animal square foot. Well, yeah, I, I think that should, there should be standards that for it. sure. But I also, I kind of hear two different things in what you're saying. One would be like, if somebody has the funds and the means and the space to have all these animals truly as pets, then to me, that's different than somebody who's having these animals for a profit. Right. Because I think somebody having them as pets, probably, unless you're Michael Vick, like you're probably right. <laughs> going to treat them well. But yeah, but who knows? who knows, really? I mean, but why couldn't it be both? Why couldn't you like love having the pets? And because you love it, you go, you know what? It's a lot of work to have least many pets. And I would love it if I could dedicate full time to this and also have it be my source of income. So I'm going to do what I can to one, make sure that these animals are taken care of and two, keep it a business. And then when I start seeing the money go up, I don't lose this taking care of them because I have to maintain certain governmental standards mm -hmm. and certain societal standards. The trouble is that we have, is that I think everybody should have the freedom to do what they want as long as what they're doing is not stupid and not stupid by my opinion, but stupid in terms of what you're doing. Like, I think everybody, I won't get into the, I was going to say something else, but in animals, Joe Exotic should have those animals, but Joe Exotic and his team should make sure that those animals are provided with certain levels of comfort and certain levels of accommodation. Right. I don't think they were given. And right. if you can't uphold those, you still have the freedom. You just can't. You know, it's like if you can't afford to give them good food and you have to rely on on rotted or, or expired meat or horses that you shoot because yeah. people are like, hey, watch my horse. You're like, okay, yeah, see you later. I watched myself shoot it and then feed it to your time. If you can't do that, if you can't provide them with food, yeah. then I'm sorry, you don't have it. Yes, right. you, you still have, have the freedom, but you just don't have it. the means. Like that's and there's a lot of things in life like that where people are like, I should have the freedom to do what I yeah. want. It's like, yeah, but you don't have the money to do it properly. So you can't do it yet. So go get your money and then come back when your freedom aligns with what your means are. Right. I also think that it's important to note that not every hobby or something that you're passionate about has to be turned into something you make money on. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, that's true. I mean, you know, it's funny. I mean, Americans are really focused on like, oh, I really like painting. I should do this all the time. Like maybe it should just be your mental health break. Yeah. But we're doing a podcast because, but it's actually fun. Because we're, we're not making a dime of this. We've made zero dollars. We've spent quite a bit. Yeah. We've just proved at the beginning of the show, there's nobody helping us. <laughs> no, but it's funny. It's I think about when you said everything that's a hobby, the first thing that popped in my head, I'm like, well, that would be, it's probably good that not every hobby can become something that you make money off of because a bunch of 16-year-old boys, their hobbies would not be good. But then I realized they're kind of starting to do that. Not with 16-year-old boys or whatever, but I'm saying with, anyways, this going, I digress. Greg? Spell it out. Because there's been a huge uptick in, in do-it-yourself because there's certain pornographic websites that are available to people where they can actually log in and they can log in and see couples who are just like, Hey, we got free time and we'll create an account and we have a webcam and we'll just sit here and anybody who logs in, you can pay us certain money and we'll do hey, what you what's want. this website's name. I'd have no idea. I've not yeah. worked for six weeks. <laughs> I don't know. I literally, and I, this is going to sound, everyone's going to girls got to eat Greg, the girls got to eat. That's what the website's called actually. <laughs> Strictly for lesbian couples. Hey. Um, I'm sorry. Okay. All right. All right. All right. I digress. Sorry, everyone. And uh, for those of you that are uncomfortable because we're brother and sister, we get it. Yeah, we are too. So yeah. this is fun. We're going to try and... S so I how many pets... I really enjoy making people uncomfortable. It's like my favorite pastime. But yes, <laughs> how many pets are too many pets? Let's talk about that because I have a bone to pick. With? With one of my neighbors. How many pets do they have? I... I don't know. I think 30. And I don't care how many pets you have, to be honest with you. But what bugs me is like, and it, I don't think they listen. So hopefully they don't listen. But they're really, really sweet. And they're nice. But they let their dog out, or their dogs plural out at all random times. Like, it'll be like 11 o'clock at night, and they'll let their dog out. And it'll just be like, burr, burr. and I'm like, Oh, and it wakes me up because I'm not a heavy sleeper. Sure. And it really bugs me. And I have had <clears throat> a 
some very impure thoughts about what to do to their dog. And I won't do it, but I just wish that they would be more aware. Like put your dog in, like get a little like dog bark collar. If you just want to leave it out for hours and let it bark. Right. And I'm fine with like, you know, normal daytime hours. But to me, if it's like, if it's nine or 10 at night, or if it's before seven, that's rude. Please don't let your dog. Or if you're going to let him out, like if you get up in the morning to go to work at like five and you let him out, let him pee. And then the, the this first hint yes. of a sound, let him inside. Exactly. Yep. I agree. I think it's rude. Like there are certain hours where like you should just be respectful of your neighbors and not sure. Yeah. I don't, as far as too many pets, I don't have like a number. I think you know it when you see it. Yeah. Because some people, you know, like we kind of were just alluding to some people can probably afford in their space, in their home, yeah. you know, they can afford and they can accommodate a certain number of pets and they have the means to handle it. Other people are just like, it's basically yeah. hoarding with live things. Well, my you know? HOA says you can only have two pets. That's crazy. But well, how do they I count fish? I don't know that they enforce it by any means because like, I think this neighbor that I was talking about, I, when we first moved in, I asked them like, so can you really only have two pets? And he's like, well, we've got several. Cause I think they have like, I think they have like animals that stay inside. Like, I don't want to, I think like maybe a rabbit or something. And then they have sure. a cat and they have a couple dogs. I think they actually have three dogs. So I was like, well, I don't know. So yeah, I don't know how they, they don't enforce it. I think it's in there for one of those things where like, <clears throat> if your animals become a nuisance, then they can say, okay, yeah, this is in the HOA ordinances. And they can be kind of held unaccountable. We told yeah, them they're not sure. supposed to. So yeah. they're breaking our rules anyways, too. And then so. there are limits. I don't know what they are, but within city limits, there's like, I can't have chickens, which makes me sad. Yeah. Well, you have to, if you have a certain number of any kind of animals, you do have to have like a kennels license. Like if you have a certain yeah. number of cats or dogs, you have to like, at a certain point, it becomes like, okay, this is fun, but you have too many. So you need to get mm -hmm. your license to be, and which then comes with checks by government officials to sort of say, how is your home being, how are you accommodating all of these pets yeah. that you have? But people probably have multiple cats, especially are a common one mm -hmm. where people have loads and loads of cats, which I don't like cats, but that's just me. What's your beef with cats? Um, I don't mean, I don't hate them. I just, they're, they just seem like a, seem like a, a waste of a pet, you know, but if, if they bring joy to somebody else, then they can, then that's great. I just don't see the appeal in them. I, I, I with you, you just, I'm not really a cat person, but uh, my son is obsessed with cats. Yeah. And, um, we did end up adopting a cat for him from the Humane Society. Yeah. <coughs> and you still it, have it? Yeah. Okay. And it was, it was, he's old. So he's seven years old now. We got him when he was six years old. Um, and he was declawed front and back. So he's an only indoor cat. And so it like, some said, people in the, have, some people it have said that. in the notes, like he is in, he's been declawed front and back. Like he cannot oh, go okay. outside. So well, that's good. I mean, that's yeah. a, a good one to have as kids. Cause that's the one thing I hate not to digress, but speaking of cats, we're kind of on that thing, even just regular cats, they're kind of almost like unpredictable because yeah. I've seen cats just be like totally cool. And you do one little thing wrong. Like there's that, they don't like their back paw being touched or something like that. And suddenly they're like, yeah. Mm -hmm. And you have like an eye one, if that happens to me, the cat, I, I don't want to think about what happened, but if it happens to one of my kids, the cat's mm -hmm. dead. I'm going yeah. to kill the cat. Um, it's like Tom Segura's special. If my dog, I love dogs. Dogs are the greatest. But if my dog bites or attacks one of my kids, I'm going to drown that dog and then <laughs> hand it to my son. And says, so, what am I going to do with this dead dog? I don't know. Why don't you learn to stand up for yourself so I don't have to do that stuff like this? Remember hey, that thing? took a twisted dark turn. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, that, I don't know how many pets are too many, but I know Joe Exotics definitely exceeded that. And I definitely know that he didn't have the means to handle it. And, oh, before we get going, because I know we want to wrap up here. Yeah. To bring it back a little bit to Carol Baskin, is it just me or am I taking crazy pills? She is doing the exact same thing as Joe Exotic, except she's just not letting the people pet them. Right? 100% she's doing the exact same thing. Now, there, there, I did read something that said, like, <clears throat> he was upset because the documentary didn't show, like, there's, like, this big expansive area where the cats can be. And the only time they're in the cages is when they're coming to, like, feeding time and stuff like that. And it's kind of like their den or area, but they can go out into these big, wide expanses. Yeah. But one, I don't believe that that's a hundred percent true. And how big, how much space do you really have? Also, it's still cages and it's still the same thing. I mean, okay. The difference is you're not doing the petting, but geez. 
it's just crazy to me. It is nuts. So she's nuts. She killed her husband. Pretty sure of it. Where can we agree? I think that's what we can agree. I on. I think we, we can agree that we both feel as if she killed her husband. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So and that's I, good. But let us know how you guys all feel. And by you guys, I mean people. I'd really like right to get the opinion of somebody who doesn't think she did it and why. Yes, they don't think she did please. It. If you are listening to this and you or someone you know mm-hmm. believes that Carol Baskin did not kill her husband, you believe in her innocence. Believes in her innocence. Please share this episode with them. Yes. And please also have them contact us some way. Because yeah. we would love to know. We could definitely revisit this. We can definitely touch on it in a later episode because I want to hear the notes too, or I want to hear the speaking points too. And I'm sure there's a lot of people out there that are convinced that she did it and are like, yeah, who are these crazy people that think that she actually didn't do it? Mm-hmm. So on that note, I think that kind of uh, wraps Rips it up. Be sure up. to follow us on that note. You know, follow us on Instagram, Facebook, subscribe, yes. YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, you name it. We're there. We're there. Uh, yeah. Somebody was looking for us on Podcast One, and Podcast One is a production company, a sort of a broadcast a podcast network that you have to sign a contract with. So we're not on Podcast One. Mm. I think it's owned by Adam Carolla, if I'm, if I'm not mistaken. Like, do they pay you when you sign a contract? Yeah, like they bring on, they're like they're like NBC. Oh. Like, I'm NBC, but I'm a podcast. We basically provide <laughs> the platform and the marketing for your podcast. And they, like, so Shaquille, Shaquille O'Neal's on there. We're not there yet. But thanks for thinking we were. Yeah. But hey, I think that's that kind of uh, pretty much wraps it up. Yep. And uh, thanks everybody for listening. Morgan, we'll talk to you uh, in a little while. A couple days. Bye.